Welcome to Love in Life, a guide to a positive mindset. My aim is to show you that the key to a happier and more positive mind is to love the life you have. We'll look at tips and tools you can use to improve your mindset. And the best thing is, we'll all be on this journey together. Hello and welcome, welcome to week 12. I cannot believe we're on week 12. That means I've basically been doing this for almost three months now. I just, I cannot believe I've been doing this for three months. I'm really, really proud of myself. Um, I'm feeling super duper grateful at the moment because last week I was treated by my sister um, for my 40th birthday, which obviously was in June. I'm saying obviously, why would you know that it was my birthday in June? I might have told you, but why would you remember? Anyway, it was my 40th birthday in June and my sister treated me to a couple of nights away. And we went to this lovely little um, shepherd's hut in down in Devon in the UK. And it was absolutely, it's completely off grid. It was just so chilled so peaceful we had a field in front of us if you uh, follow me on Instagram you might have seen one of the stories that I posted and it was just fields in front of us with they had some cows they had some sheep they had a bull they had pigs who kept coming up to say hello to us they had you know there was it was just an abundance of nature and I love um, like spotting different birds, different type of birds, not as much as my sister who actually went as far as getting the bird watching book out and the binoculars. Um, but yeah, we had an absolutely amazing time. It was just quality sister time with no distractions, no, like we didn't have to do anything. Do you know what I mean? Yes, we had to cook and clean up after ourselves, but that was it for a couple of days and it was just absolutely wonderful. I'm really lucky knowing that my amazing husband is at home taking care of the kids and I don't need to worry about them and my sister is lucky enough to have somebody who is able to take care of her kids as well. So we are both super, super grateful for that. So when we were there, we had lots of time for reflection like I automatically, as soon as I got there, I was like chilled straight away. I do find it very easy to switch off and chill straight away. I'm very lucky in that respect. Um, but we did have lots of time for reflection and we obviously had lots of open chats, you know, open conversations as you do with sisters. I mean, if you're lucky enough to have a sister that you're able to have open conversations with, as I am, and I do consider myself very lucky. Um, so yeah, lots of open conversations and lots of sort of inner, like really deep inner thoughts came out for both of us, like some probably just in our heads, but some out loud as well when we were sort of really got to those deep conversations and we also had you know there was lots of things that we did that reminded us of when we were younger 
Um, we've always been really close, but obviously since we've had children, our relationship has been somewhat different and not necessarily in a bad way, but it's just been different to what it always was before we had kids. So we um, obviously, aside from our really open chats, which we've always been lucky enough to have, we had like we'd put a film on and have a little nap and that's the kind of thing that we used to do before we had kids like obviously we didn't really have time for films and naps after we'd had kids um but yeah it just reminded us like it made us want to do things that we used to do um together before we had children and you know my sister was so happy with having to make a little fire like we had a hot tub there which was not an electronic one obviously because it is off grid but um it was a wood fired one so obviously it took a lot of work and my sister managed to figure it out I would say we figured it out between us but I'm really not a fire starting kind of person that is definitely more my sister's um area of expertise so she managed to fire up the hot tub and yeah it was just like lots of working together to work things out and lots of quiet moments where we would share lots of thoughts and experiences that we haven't shared for a long long time so it really was a special and reflective time not just for us as sisters and as best friends But for us as individuals as well, because I know for me when, you know, everything else is switched off, when I haven't got other things to worry about, I really go into my own head and that's when I start doing some, like getting in touch with my inner thoughts. So if that's what it does for me, then I know that that's what it does for my sister as well. So this morning when I was sat down after the kids went to school and I was doing a bit of social media, I came across a real audio which really hit me hard and it was perfect timing to coincide with the reflective few days I've just had away with my sister and if you haven't seen, um, I've just done a reel using that audio And so if you haven't seen it, or if you're not on Instagram and haven't got access to it, I'm going to play it for you now. Okay, so here it is. You gotta find you again. Not mom you, or wife you. Just you, sis. So I don't really know why that hit me so hard. But it did get me questioning why it did. So... It just made me think that, you know, we all go through different stages and different chapters of our lives. So I have been a mum and a wife for 13 years now. And I think when you when you come under these different labels, when you come under these different chapters and these different people that you become you start to forget your own desires. Like our desires are changing all the time. Our selves are changing all the time. 
So when you become a mum or a dad, if you're a man, um, a parent, should we say, when you become that, you don't have to let that define you. So that is one chapter of our life. Like, yes, I became a mum 13 years ago. And for those last 13 years, that has been the most important thing to me. And it will be for, you know, a number of years. But eventually, my kids are going to grow up and my kids are going to move out. My kids aren't going to need me anymore. So if you let it define you, what do you do when that next stage of your life moves on? And the same goes for, you know, being a wife, being a daughter, being a carer, being a, you know, whatever job you do, whether you're a nurse or a lawyer, These things are just labels. And whilst it's great to have labels, because, you know, when we meet people, it's easy for us to describe ourselves using labels. But when you peel back these labels, like who are we really? And what is underneath all these different masks that we wear? And I think we're all guilty of doing this. I think it's only when you start on a meaningful self-development journey, in my opinion, is when you really, really get to know who you are and who is really deep down underneath. And quite often, we need a reason to go on a self-development journey. So for me, for example, I'm going to take you back to when my self-development really started And I guess this probably does coincide with COVID. So maybe a lot of people have been on a self-development journey um, during COVID because our lives have changed a lot. But for me, I, something happened in my life that made me question who I attract into my life, like what kind of people I attract in my life and why. So whether that reason to go on a self-development journey is some kind of dramatic event in your life like I had or a trauma or um, a sad event. So maybe you're suffering from grief or maybe just the end of an era. So like I said earlier, if you're a mum and your kids are moving out and you're now starting to question, who am I? Like, what am I going to do now? Or maybe you're coming to the end of... um, a job or a business or a career and you start to think it makes you start to question who you really are deep inside and when you start asking yourself these questions don't just dismiss them like that is your opportunity that is your cue for a self-development journey so whatever route you take to find yourself on this journey Let yourself get into your own head. Like I said, if these questions start getting raised, don't just dismiss them. Like really follow through what you're questioning. And I think it's when you start thinking for yourself, so not on behalf of other people, so whether that's your kids or your partner or your spouse, or for other people, so family members, friends, when you start to get in your own head, and thinking for yourself, that's when who you really are really starts coming to light. So on the beginning of my self-development journey, 
I my initial port of call was to look further into the law of attraction and why I attract the things and the people that I attract. And by doing this, that really made me get in, be truthful with my thoughts. Because as we've discussed before, what you think, what you believe, what you truly think is true, that is what you attract. And that's exactly what I was doing. So it's only when I really became honest with myself and really looked into deep inside like what is seriously going on in my head you kind of go down a bit of a rabbit hole because you know you realize you're thinking these thoughts that you didn't really realize you were having and that's all to do with our subconscious but it's really important that when we do realize we're having them accept them and that's when you do something about them so how do we find out who we really are rather than the labels we've become so how do we find out what our beliefs are and what we are truly passionate about. This actually involves a lot of digging deep to find out what's really underneath. So like for me, when I realised this person was bringing a lot of drama into my life, that triggered me into questioning what I was putting out there and questioning what I was really needing in my life. Was I really needing drama? Absolutely not. So why was I attracting it? I mean, I still don't know if I know the answer to that, honestly, but it has propelled me into questioning lots of different areas of my life. So one thing that's helped for me is meditation. And it's taken me a while to, um, I don't want to say perfect, because I don't think anyone can ever be perfect at meditating or anything, really. There's always room for improvement. But... um, What it has done is helped me learn to be at peace with myself. So if you've listened to my episode about my morning routine, then you will know that I always have silence in the morning. Like I'll always have at least a few minutes where I'm with my own thoughts. And obviously this is meditation, Um, but allowing yourself to be comfortable with your own thoughts and some people aren't able to do this some people don't even realize that they're not able to do this until they come to try in it other people will tell you that they're okay with this when in reality they're not and they probably don't even realize that they're not so I think it you know it all depends on what stage we're at in our development in our journey in our life as to whether we're we're ready to be honest with ourselves I know I've briefly talked about meditation before but if you're not quite ready to sit quietly with your thoughts then you could always try a guided meditation so another way to really dig deep and find out who's really inside is mirror work now a lot of people might feel uncomfortable with this but I find it really powerful to sit in front of a mirror and look into your own eyes and you don't have to say anything just look at yourself and go with your thoughts and the reason why a lot of people would find this difficult is because it involves spending time on ourselves and you know a lot of people can 
a lot of people only use the mirror to literally check our appearance, check our appearance for 10 seconds and then go. But I urge you to try sitting in front of the mirror and talking to yourself. Just have a conversation with yourself. If you don't want to have a conversation with yourself, like I said, stare at yourself in the eyes and really see what feelings, what thoughts come up for you. If it's negative thoughts that come up, which might very well be for some people, sadly, some people can't even look at the mirror. And if that's the case for you, then, you know, this is an area that this is your evidence that this really needs working on because we're all beautiful inside and out. If you can't bear to look at yourself in the mirror, then this is something that needs to be dealt with like now. And a great way to do that is by um, self-development and being aware of our, you know, inner thoughts. Because if you're the kind of person that can't even bear to look at yourself in the mirror, what that's doing is pushing that aside. So you're probably doing that with your thoughts as well. You're pushing your negative thoughts aside. This is getting really deep now. I didn't actually mean to go this deep in this podcast episode. But yeah, you can see why mirror work would be very effective. Something else that I feel that has um, really got allowed me to get into my head is by writing gratitude lists every day. As you know, I write a gratitude list every single morning and I write at least three things I'm grateful for each day. And by consistently... Or if you feel the same things coming up over and over again, then you know that these are the things that are really dear to you and really true to you. So like for me, the things that come up a lot for me is health, family, um, nature and, you know, the um, outer world, if that makes sense. So like connection with the universe. Sorry, I think the boys are home. Sorry about that. Yeah, so writing a gratitude list every day really does help to figure out what our passions are when you see things consistently coming up. Sorry if you can hear the boys in the background. Um, So something else which, thinking about it, the things I'm listing, it's all things that are from my morning routine. The next thing I was going to say was reading. So like... I have read in the last two years, I've read so many self-development books and each one of those, um, God, they've taught me something new. And then it's up to you whether you implement those things into your life. But even if you realize something in your life and put your own stance and your own take on that, you don't necessarily have to implement the things from that book, but just take away from it what comes up for you. Because the other thing as well that helps us realise who we really are and what our passions are is exercise and moving about. And, you know, I think we all, because exercise is so, so good for our mental health and because of the hormones and the chemicals that it releases, it's so important for our mental health and so, therefore, so important for our self-development journey. So, Try out lots of different things. Try out yoga, try out golf, try out, I don't know, tennis, swimming. I'm just listing sports now, but you get where I'm going. Find something that you love doing, even if you mix them up, you know, have a mix of of each in your weekly routine. That's brilliant. Oh, the 
dogs are bloody fighting now. You'll have to excuse the um, rabble in the background. So as you can see, you know, I've basically just listed out my... Um, <laughs> I literally... How am I supposed to concentrate with this going on in the background? Right, there we go, I'm back. So um, all the things that I've implemented into my morning routine... Like these are all really useful things to help you on your self-development journey. So there's a reason why I've put those in my morning routine. There's a thing, a reason why I do those things every single day without fail. And through like meditation, through mirror work, through journaling, you know, all those things that I do every day, I'm still realizing my fears and why I have them. You know, things come up for me all the time. I'm still realizing what my thoughts are, that my repetitive thoughts that um, when they come up, I realize that they're always there. But at the time, until they come up, I don't realize that they're always there because they're in your subconscious. Um, but once you realize that they're there, you start to question why they're there and you have a little bit more understanding of why they're there. And as a result of these realizations, you start to understand what you attract and why you attract it. And then this allows you to question what you actually want to attract. So then this is, you know, where your desires come in and you can then create a desires list and affirmations of things that you want to achieve, things that you want to become. So can you see how this is, it's all a um, never-ending circle, this self-development journey, it never ends, which is great because life is always changing, you know, our circumstances are always changing. Like I said before, my kids, they need me in a certain way at the moment, but in, say, five, ten years' time, they're not going to need me. They're always... They're obviously, I'm their mum, so they're always going to need me, but they're going to need me in different ways. So my life then has to take on a different purpose. So the fact that I'm on this self-development journey and it's a constant um, cycle that's going round and round and round again, you start to learn more about yourself as you develop. So that, in my opinion, is how you find yourself again. And I wouldn't say I'm completely there yet. I mean, I guess to a certain extent, could we ever say we could ever completely know because we're always constantly evolving. But I'm still going. I'm still learning more and more every day about myself. And I'm still, I'm still gaining more self-confidence probably than I've ever had in my voice, in my message that I've got to give. I've got more confidence in my sense of humor and just being me. So going back to my reel. You gotta find you again. Not mom you or wife you. Just you sis. If I am right and that is the way to find yourself again, then amazing because I am really enjoying the journey. And I really hope you are as well. So just before I wrap up this episode, I just want to go back to earlier on in the episode when I obviously mentioned that of, of a time when I felt like I was attracting negativity into my life. So upon listening to this, if you feel 
like you're attracting a lot of negativity, a lot of drama, um, it might be time for a bit of a self-development journey and a bit of reflection time to truly understand why you're attracting those things. And that's not so as you can be negative upon yourself or blame yourself, you know. We need these things to come up so as we can do something about them. You know, we all have negative thoughts, but it's important to understand why you have um, negativity, why you have drama. It's really important to understand why those things happen. And if you're not sure about um, attracting, why you attract the things that you attract, then it might be worth going back and listening to, I think it's episode four where I talk about the law of attraction. Um, so if you're not familiar with it, then it might be worth just um, having a look at that or revisiting it if you need to. Just before I go, I'd love to know if you've managed to download my vision board template and if you have how you've got on with it have you finished your vision board please remember to send them through to me on my instagram page which is lisa davidge underscore loa or you can just search uh, love in life a guide to a positive mindset and if you really want to help a girl out don't forget to head into spotify apple wherever you listen to me and rate review and subscribe um i've had lots of reviews sent to me on my instagram page but i have i am yet to receive a review on apple so i would love for you to be the first one to review my podcast i will give you the biggest shout out if you do next week um i'm gonna leave it there and i hope you've enjoyed this i hope you all have a great week And I'll speak to you next week. Lots of love. Bye.